Welcome to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. I mean, we can do oral communication, oral fetishes. Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce Devil episode oh, 69. This is our special episode, 69, baby. 69 episodes. So, it's going to be a good since one. 69 does deal with oral, we're going to talk about oral communications. I love it. During, after, Play before on words. divorce. Uh, maybe you can stop bouncing my, my yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw. You. I was like, well, sorry. Yep. So let's talk about oral communication with divorce. Uh, let's, and then we don't mean just telling her to suck your dick. Wow. <laughs> let's talk about uh, words you sit. Let's let's talk about words you shouldn't say. <laughs> suck. Your dick. No, not not that. Not that. Okay. So seriously, I cannot be serious. <laughs> Look at me with my sunglasses in the house. Um. So let's talk about um. Words you shouldn't say, like always, you never, you always. Yeah, you don't want to go in making the other person automatically defensive because we know what that's going to get. Your response is going to probably be matching the energies is what we say at work. I'm going to match your energy. Um, So if you just say like put the blame on the other person, even if it is their, their fault, even if... You're feeling like this because of them. You just got to go in there. Like, okay, I'm going to express my feelings and why I feel like this. And then I will give you a moment. You can go first if you want. I will give you a moment to give your rebuttal. It shouldn't be, if you're going to start attacking someone, they're going to attack back. It's that fight or flight. You know, like I'm now at a stance where, mm-hmm. you know, come at me. But it takes a lot, like especially when you're new in divorce. It's that you're so angry and so hurt. You just want someone else, that other person, in to too. feel yes that anger. I, and I that. want you to hurt just like me, or yeah. even worse than me. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the things we learned back when I was married, and we went through counseling. Uh, this counselor taught us the speaker listener technique. Yeah. So the the one person speaks their mind, and then the other person, when the other person is done repeats and tells them what they heard. Yeah. And I, th- and I think that goes along the lines too. Like I know there's like the talking stick. There's like, you know, especially when sticks talk. Yeah. I mean, if you take some magic mushrooms, they might, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it, you're going to give the person the floor so they can speak their mind. You're going to be able to collect your thoughts as they're speaking. I can't see your face. There we go. Collect their thoughts as you're speaking, and then hopefully you come out with a little bit more couth. I, will, I, I think that's the word. Like, you know, understanding. Yeah, you want to. You have to take into consideration their feelings, even though you don't want to most of the time. Because that Venus Mars thing is huge. Yeah, and oh, don't tell girls to be quiet. Like, don't be like, hush. You need to stop talking, or like, you know, that's their trigger. Look at her and say, "Baby, don't talk." No, no, that's different. I mean, <laughs> especially if you're talking about oral conversations. That's, that's, that's different. Baby, Baby don't talk. You're done talking. Don't talk. Just, just, yeah, don't get talk. it. Don't talk. Do it. Yeah. Um, but 
And then, like you said, women and men communicate different. And I think that's a healthy relationship. You need to know your partner's level of communication and how they communicate. Like my big deal is I am working really hard at this is I shut down. Because I don't want anybody to be upset if I'm just having a moment. Like, if I'm just sad today, I don't want anybody else to feel sad because I'm sad or be in this mood because I'm upset. Where, like, I know a lot of my marriage was a reactive thing. So, like, mm-hmm. he's in a bad mood. He's yelling. He's mad at someone. Something at work, blah, 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 brings that home. Now we're all on edge going, okay. How do we deal with that? Like, what do we do to counteract on his already heightened mood? And it was again and again. And it and, again, and it just and became again. where you're like, you just didn't respond because you didn't know the reaction you were going to get. It could be the same exact thing daily and you don't know the reaction you're going to get. So I just got to this with almost condescending response, like automatic responses like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay, uh-huh, yeah. Just because I didn't want to make any waves, you know, so. And a lot of that when you're, I think I think it came into a, the biggest problem when is I realized I was done dealing with it. Then I just got like, nah, I don't fucking care. Yep. So what do you say to the people that, um, you know, live or married or girlfriend, boyfriend is a drama monger? You know, they want drama. Yeah. They want to argue. They want to fight. Well, you know? if it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're experiencing that, like, I, the physical, like, I grew up with fighting. Yeah. I, you know, would fight and yell. And but, sometimes but it gets to the point where, where it's your normal, though. Yeah. And I think, you know, once I stepped out of that, like, constant yelling or constant, like, not knowing how to react. And, like, I mean, I can get along with the, the, the highlighter here. Like, you see it. Like, I was always trying to calm someone else, fix someone else's problems, but just keep pushing mine to the side. And not that my problems were huge, mm-hmm. but when they just keep growing and growing, at one point you don't know what your problem is. You're like, well, I don't even know why I'm pissed off now. And so it became, you know, my marriage was, I'm always mad and I'm always like trying to get back at him because he's hurt me or he said something mm-hmm. or he didn't stick up for me or he did this or he talked bad about me or, you know, Mine was almost like I'm going to get revenge, but I'm not a revengeful person. So I don't know how to get back at someone. And then it was just, you know what? The only person I'm getting back at is myself because I'm allowing that behavior. And so, you know, I I think my ex and I made a really good, you know, parenting thing because we're like, you know what? We're not going to fight because the only one affected is our son. If we're not talking or we do something, he can sense it. You mean now? Now, now yeah, that you're now. Divorced. Yeah, now that we're okay. divorced. And so even when we were separated before the divorce and going through the divorce process, I'm like, we're never ever fighting in front of him. We're never ever bringing up something that he would have to pick a side and learning to communicate for the benefit of our 10 year old now, um, really helped a lot of that anger and, you know, I think our lack of communication. <laughs> <laughs> I just like feel like hippie today. Miss a doubtfire. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, where was I now? <laughs> I just had to throw you off. I just looked off. up. I'm like, well, last, you, last week you were wearing my glasses. I figured, you know what? Let me let me try a little, you know, different. People have to understand. And then your picture is on. When you when you're going through a divorce yeah. or you're or you're doing some post divorce healing, you gotta laugh. 
Oh, laughter. I say the my best, the best, best medicine thing was my laugh muscle was healed. Oh yeah. I just like, you know, and I, we've talked too. like, there could be like the worst thing, you know, threatening to take your kid, never going to see it. You're not going to have any money. You're going to be poor. You're going to live, whatever. $27 in the bank. Next. Let me say it first. Let me say it first. $27 yeah. in the bank, folks. Next. I said it first. <laughs> Next day. I'm like, you know what? That's fucking hilarious. That's like, yeah. I can't believe I let it get to me. It did get to me. Stupid you, shit. You're in the heart of it. You're like, everything is like the end of the world. When you're going through, especially when you're going through the, the beginning of it, it's really like. It's almost like you think there is no tomorrow. Yeah. And you yeah. and it's like, oh, yep, I'm failed. I got divorced. Goodbye. It's been fun. I like, I like um, roses. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Say what? Send the roses. <laughs> oh, send the roses to the dead person. To me. Yeah, okay, to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, but, but once you go through it, though, you think it's in the world. There is no other. There's, there's no up. There's no down. There's no sideways. This is it. Yeah. I'm getting divorced. There's no other life. But man, there's so much life after that. Well, and I don't think, you know, I I think it's that outward perception of divorce, which I think is getting better because there's more divorce, which is terrible. Yeah. Um, terrible, but, th- but terrible, but good. But I've also, I also heard someone say like, thank goodness you can get divorced because those people that are in abusive relationship, the narcissistic relationship, you know, battered abused, like all this stuff that allows us to get out of a bad situation. Like, you know, there's, there's brightness on the other side of divorce, even though it's an ugly word. And I think that it's becoming less ugly. You, I think happiness is really important. I don't, I don't know that we knew what true happiness was, Hmm. you know, 20 years ago. I mean, I didn't. I thought I was happy because I was, I had the guy. I was going to have the career. I was going to have the kids, the white picket fence, the whole nine yards, right? That was it. But you now, were, you were on the path. Now that I know who I am, because I don't really think you know who you are when you're 20. I think you go through stages, you know, 20, yeah. 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, 60s. You know, and, 60, there's some shit I don't just care about anymore. Just wait. Oh, at 45, I was like, ah, fuck. No, I'm done. <laughs> and like, and I think a lot of it too, like I was talking to someone um, that I grew up with and she asked me about my sister. And I says, you know, I wish her well. She's very toxic to me and my healing and my growth process. And if nothing else, I've learned the boundaries and where I stand with people. And she goes, you know, that's okay. That's okay that you decided that it was a toxic relationship yep. and you put up the, I put up walls to protect myself, but also knowing I'm healing parts of that relationship that she doesn't even know about. Like I'm working through what I had to do as a child to take care of her because my parents weren't always there. And that's not on her. That's on me because I was put, that burden was put on me yep. by my adult people in my life, not my sister. So I can't like, fault her for everything, but I can fault her for speaking and treating me the way that she did when in my whole heart that I've done everything that I could, you know, and it's almost this relationship, this divorce that you're going through, you've put your trust in this person. And now how do you communicate with them after you either don't love them or you've, you know, whatever you, you, that step that took you to divorce. So communication I think is really big. And I really am like trying to communicate my feelings because a lot of them are, you know, in my head or, you know, and if you speak them out, other people might be feeling that too. So 
Well, well, my coworkers uh, have taught me to communicate better because I used to suck even more so than I do now. And I probably still suck, but I suck less. Well, and are you aware of your suckage? Yes. I mean, we're not talking 69. I am aware of (laughs) the way I suck with communication, but I've gotten a lot better and I try to work on it, uh, which is a work in progress because, you know, we're never- So when you say that, what does that mean? Um, Well, how are you bad at communicating? I think my communication was tied to my anger issues. Okay. Especially during my divorce. Uh Uh, Everything came out negative- um, you uh, did this or yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I eventually learned, you know, just shut up, listen, you know, that's, that's part of communication too, is shutting up and listen. Yeah. Active listening is yeah. really tough. Listening is tough when you want to be right. Well, and you know? especially when you're going through some, like a lot of times in divorce, you find out stuff and you're like, mm, okay, well, I, my spouse wasn't communicating with me. I'm not going to communicate with them yeah. because yeah. why? You can't lower yourself to their level. So yeah, you almost have to take that other person out of it and like, I don't know. Be the best you 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 can be. Yeah, when without you without them, and that's the thing too. So like with we always say it's a grief when you take the other person out. How do you want to live your days? I want to be happy. I don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. I just want to love on my children and you know, be in this wonderful relationship that I'm in. And like I started playing volleyball and I, I feel like great because it's, I'm doing wish something them well and yeah yep. and I really do want him you know my ex to be happy in a place where he finds happy because a lot of times I think he is pulled into his family drama and that you know will be forced out on my kids or you know if dad's super stressed or you know just all these things that when you get divorced are still affected Regardless, you're not you're not with that person anymore. So, like, I we still have a ten year old together. We have a girl, uh, a daughter who's going to graduate college. She's going to probably move back. And so, there's still some connection. There's still all this stuff that you have to think about. And why not just make it, even if it's just fake as fuck? Be like, yep, okay, very minimal, okay, yes, okay. Never throw something out. Like, yep. you know, I don't know. It just. I'm thankful to make it. Yeah, I'm thankful that we communicate pretty well. I mean, there's sometimes where I will like make a sarcastic thing on text and then LOL when I'm actually like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But a lot of that comes from allowing other people in his life to affect his mood, which in turn affects. It's like a cascading effect. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm not allowing that in my space anymore. You don't get to fill a parking spot. There you go. You're so, welcome. so my new thing is is uh, if divorcing you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Ooh. Is that the title of the book? Yep. Okay. Yep. The just grab that right now. <laughs> the twenty seven dollars. Yep. The book is twenty seven dollars. Okay. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> One time I'll have more money than I did in the bank. <laughs> there you go. Um, so how did you learn besides your coworkers? How did you realize that your communication skills were bad? I could see it on my kids' faces. Yeah. Yeah. And then once once I, it was almost, I put them in the middle and yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. They were thrust in the middle by my my words. So I had to chill on my words. And, and even after I figured out chilling on my words, I felt better. You know, I wasn't as mad, yeah. angry. Um, yeah. 
Well, some of my anger comes from like my older son definitely has that explosive, you know, I'm going to communicate with you. I'm going to yell. So you hear me and get my point. And then I'm just going to, it's, then it doesn't exist. And you're not allowed to talk to me about it. Cause then it's going to make me more mad. And blah, blah, blah. that's how my ex was like, I'm going to scream, yell. But then if I match your energy and scream, yell, now I'm the one saying, I'm sorry because you're ignoring me for three days or you won't talk to me or you're giving me the silent treatment or, you know, you're throwing stuff or being aggressive in the house, like, you know, knocking shit over narcissism. I'm just like, Okay, yeah. how do I fix this? And I, and just in my whole being, I'm and it's a not your it's not your place to fix. And yeah, I yeah. know. So you, like, you didn't know that at the time. I think one of the one of the key things I keep saying too is I left because I didn't want my kids to see that's how families are supposed yeah. to act or how relationships are supposed to be, and they shouldn't always be tense. Like you shouldn't always have a knot in your stomach waiting for the next mm-hmm. fight or explosion or disownment or you know whatever. So what I'm hearing you say. Yes. To speak this Anyone out there who's going through this, mm-hmm. the not in the stomach, uh, uh, fighting all the time, mm-hmm. they need to reevaluate their relationship. Yeah. Either well, married, a girlfriend, boyfriend, mm-hmm. because happiness is not overrated. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Tell them, tell them how it is. <laughs> it's Happy, so amazing. Happiness is, is, happiness is awesome. And happiness doesn't just come from a relationship, nope. it comes from two, like, Two people. Okay, so now I'm divorced. My happiness has nothing to do with my ex. Despite, you know, even if I'm not with him and not having to deal with it, it doesn't come from him. It stems from me. And I'm, every day when I wake up, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to choose to be happy. Yeah, there's times when people make me pissed off. But how do I, how am I being affected by someone else being an idiot? Like, I'm just going to still be happy even though you're not the best. You're not the greatest person in my face right now. But if we can... You know, if we can try to be happy daily, like, you know, if you're if you're in a bad mood, it, everybody around you gets in a bad mood. If you're in a good mood, generally, most people will come out of whatever stink they're in and make it a good day. You know, so I don't know. It's going to be a good day. And all my home. Sorry. Pull it, pull it. <laughs> I love that song. But yeah, so I feel like you you really need to know what makes you happy because I don't think I knew what made me happy. Do you? I mean, like you didn't like, I love doing this, blah, blah, blah. I had to try a whole bunch of shit. I, I think happiness starts with learning how to be alone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Once you, once you got that, that was down, a big fear. Oh um, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a huge, happy, happy place that you're all alone. It's like, man, this is pretty cool. Okay. So listen, listen, listen to the quietness. Yeah. Sorry, this is a podcast. I, we can't be quiet. I do what I want to do. You, <laughs> you know? do you, boo. Yeah, you be yeah. quiet. I'll keep talking. <laughs> I do what I want to do, you know, and I'll have to ask anybody. Um, I think this is what? where guys and girls differ a little Why? too. Um, no, I'm just saying like that doing things alone and like being alone, it's a dangerous world out there and women are very aware of safety. So, like, I remember the first time going to the movies by myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. I told, like, the manager, I'm here by myself. If anybody mm-hmm. tries to take me, just let me know. I'm going to scream. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's all these things. Like, and then you go to the restaurant. And they're like, are you by yourself? And I'm like, yes, I'm by myself. <laughs> you oh, know, damn. so, I mean, going to, like, on a hike by yourself, you know, or doing all these things. There's a big fear factor. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's men out there that have that, too. But... 
I'm just saying, like, as a woman, being aware of my surroundings, a lot of that alone stuff was, you know, I'd rather take my girlfriend with me or I'd rather, you know, be well, with I'm someone. I'm talking about, you know, being home alone. Uh, no, but watch, I'm saying, like, a lot of my alone. fear yep, things going were out. going out mm-hmm. to the, say, like I said, going out to dinner by myself. Is someone going to follow me out to my car? Like, they're going out to a bar by yourself? That's unheard of because you get drugged or, you know, kidnapped and all these things that go through our heads that are, you know, you have to always be safe. I think a lot of divorce is similar because you're so many fears of the unknown of what's going to happen. And you're like, am I going to be safe? Am I going to be okay by myself? And I think it really takes that. You have to, I, I, I say this all the time. My biggest point was when I had that nervous breakdown. I was at the bottom. It, I was it, like, it's like a transition. Yeah. Like and like, n- literally the next day, yes, I had puffy eyes. I wasn't feeling great. Got a headache, but I'm going to, I can, if I can get through that, cause that watch having my son see me in that state was like, I still like, ugh. um, but that, but after that, it was one but step the next time. day. It was one like day, one hour. The birds were minute. louder. The sun was sh- brighter. The, the, just the whole day is like, now I'm in a place where, it can only go up. So I think once you, I mean, not maybe not everybody goes to a rock bottom. There's a point. There's a pivotal point that says, okay, now you're going to be okay. Yep. And so once that happened and I wasn't allowing him to say mean things to me anymore, I'm like, no, we don't, we're no, that's not how it is. No. And yep. using the word no for me was so empowering because I like, sure, I'll help. Okay. Yeah, I will. Well, let me, oh, well, I, and, uh, um, you know, and a lot of it was surviving. Control. Control. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, you don't get to say stuff like that to me and then have our son. You don't get to say stuff like that to me and still think that we can talk nicely. And then it became, okay, this is these are the ground rules. We will not do that to him ever again. We will not allow our differences to affect him so much where, like, he thought I was going to die. It's almost like you empowered yourself. And, and I think that's what it was. And I was like, you know, no, that's that's a no. And again, like I say, you, you have to find whatever your happiness means, like just going home and knowing that there's not going to be a fight. There's not going to be, you know, we don't have to walk on eggshells. I I can do my own thing and know that the person that is home when I get there wants the best for me as much as I want the best for him. And it's very, it's, it's, I, again, I feel safe and Mm -hmm. it's very empowering and it's very like, wow, like look at how far I've come, you know, like I just bought a new car all by myself. Well, I did cry once, but all by myself paying it. I can do my own thing. I got, I'm like, it's such an, you know, yes, I'm an adult and I've bought cars before, but my ex was in it yeah. and you're like negotiating negotiating to me is like oh my god stab my eyes out with hot pokers <laughs> i hate negotiating just tell me stop to give me a prize i want to go home exactly i'm like i don't want to haggle i don't know how to do it i'm gonna be i'm getting i'm gonna throw up oh my god yeah. yeah so um i'm what are some things that helped you communicate better other than your kids like did you have to say serial dating okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, no comment for that. 
it gave me. Did you do communicating or like communicating? Body dating, communication, uh, they verbal. Kind of like rhyme, don't they? <laughs> Sero dating, communicating. They, they, they sound. Yeah. Was it like moving and grooving, or was it actual words? No, it was words. <laughs> um, you know, just 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 talking to women on the phone, texting. That was that was a way of of uh, getting out of my reality of divorce. Yeah. You know, not. not oh yeah, there's. About it. You want to yeah. turn it off too. You don't want to turn off that. Okay, I'm getting divorced. I uh, had dated a girl out of Albuquerque, so I go to Albuquerque every couple of weeks. That really took me out of it was escape. Yeah. Oh man. Well, because yeah. even if you're not in it, you're in it. Yep. You know, so. Yep. So when I was six and a half hours away, it was like wow. You had time in the car to think, or yep. if you flew out, whatever yep. you did. Yeah. Um. I think my my piece came from when I didn't have my son actually finding things to do that were productive and not drinking like red rocks had become my, my heart and soul. Like I just would go there, climb up on some of the tallest rocks and, and not have to spend sit. a whole lot of money. Yeah. yeah. No money just to get me the gas, you know, maybe get me a slushy on the way home, you know, just being in peaceful nature, just knowing that it's going to be okay. And if nothing else, look at the amazing views. Like, a lot of my thinking and my crying were done there because it felt like I was the most in touch with my heart and soul. Mm. So, I mean, getting out and innate, like, I don't need, not everybody's nature people. I know, I know, but we but, live in Colorado. But, so. but find your happy, find yeah. your nature. And your I didn't know, like, nature. I didn't know going to play volleyball and like just interacting with other people who love volleyball as much as me was going to be cathartic healing you know, I feel better about myself. Yeah, I, I'm exercising a little. You know, I. It really is getting back to who I am when I didn't know who I was. Like I didn't know who Rachel was. I was, you know, his wife, their mom. I was the nurse. I worked on this floor. I drove this car. You know, I lived in this place. But who was I? I adapted to his. He grew up there where we lived. And so I adapted to his friends, his family, his, you know, area. And that may not have been like if I didn't meet him, I might not have went there first. I might not have went back to New Jersey. I might have. We would have never met. Exactly. So. We had a podcast about divorce. I know. And we wouldn't be killing it. Right. Making millions. I'm just going to manifest millions. Millions. I would like. Speaking of manifestation, maybe you can manifest a. Let's say that all your communication with your soon-to-be ex or ex are all negative. Just manifest like one positive relationship. Just plant that seed. Yeah. Well, Once. and I heard this really thing because like when people say manifesting, okay, I, I am totally into like all that cool like crystals stuff. I think it's great. I think it's a cool sign. I think it's a cool idea. But in my head, I'm like, okay, so there's only 12 different Zodiac people and everybody's the same on the whole planet, like blah, 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 blah. Manifesting should be like asking Siri to play your favorite song. Someone said that to me and I was like, oh, well, that's easy. Hey, world. Hey, universe. Hey, whatever you believe in. Hey, you know, like I want or I would love or I believe or I, you know, Siri, I believe I will have great things said to me today. Siri, I believe I will be financially stable. But Siri... But universe, so it's more, it's not like, am I doing it right? Am I, you know, saying the right words? Do I have to say, Hail Mary? Do I have to do this? Have to, I mean, whatever you have to do, if manifesting just means putting it out there in the world or Siri to hear 
so that you can hear it too. Because when you mm-hmm. say it out loud, hey, I would love for this podcast to be super, super successful. Speak it, say it, and yeah, speak it, say it, dream it, and realize it. Yeah, and so if you can just, like, that's why I think journaling was so good for me because I didn't realize the hurt I was going through because I'm like, oh, I'm fine. But then when, like, especially on those guided journals where they'll ask you, like, you know, what was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of the day? What's something that you, where do you want to, where do you see yourself in a year? Where you see yourself in five years? And when I wrote it all down, they were very similar, but depending on my mood for the day, because you start with, like, how are you feeling today? And, you know, what was your trigger today? And what was this today? When you go back and read it, you're like, oh, so... When someone said, you're not smart or, oh, you're so smart, you're so blonde, how did I feel? Because my trigger is not believing in myself that I'm mm-hmm. smart. And so I could see how my manifesting was different on those days. So just, I, you really have to figure out what you, what you are, you know, what's your final goal for happiness. And when you find happiness, what's the, what, how do you live that? How are you in happiness? You know, because I'm happy. That's our next podcast, happiness. Yeah, there we go. Number 70. 70. The big 7-0, it's going to be happiness. happiness. But when you communicate better and when you decide to communicate better, you're going to have more happy days. And I think that li- that leads to a happy life. Because you got one day at a time, right? So yep. I think I just did happy days one day at a time, a bunch of others. Sunday, Monday, Monday happy, happy days. days. You know, so... My, so how did you communicate with your ex once you realized it was affecting your kids? Text and email. Okay. And that's fine. Yeah. I couldn't do voice. Yeah. Yeah. Text and email. Okay. And it was a lot better because it, it took the emotion out of it, which was definitely needed. Which can also backfire because if you say one thing and there's like, I'm not saying this meanly. I'm saying this sarcastically. Yeah, but there's that no helps. <laughs> but there's no emotion in my Sometimes text. I'm like, really? You don't know where that is? It's, it's like okay. two plus two equals four. Have a nice yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I think when I don't want to deal with them, it's very short-ended texts. Oh, yeah. um, when I'm fired up, it's like long, long text, and I got to delete half of it because I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking start a fight. See? <laughs> so. All right, Rachel, final, final words, final thoughts. Um, being we do podcasts, we love to communicate. So I think everybody needs to, if when you're, when you're in the, when you're in the beginning of divorce, I got no rules because you got to go through all that stuff anyway. You got to find. But just listen to us. There is, there is a life after divorce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. Trust us. And if you're going through divorce, you, you've already decided that you're done. It's going to get ugly, but. It's pretty awesome on the other side of unhappy and learning how you communicate, learning how your spouse communicate. Cause I don't think a lot of times when you're in a marriage, you even care how the other person. Especially when you get divorced. Yeah. And, and even when you're in an, when you realize you're unhappy before you go through that divorce where you've pulled the trigger, you're like, Hey, I don't like how you're talking to me, but you deal with it because it's your spouse. When you decide you're going through a divorce, you're like, oh, it's not going to be my spouse. So I'm going to be a little more rough because I don't really care in the beginning. But if you can find a happy means to communicate with your spouse, it's really going to help everybody heal. Everybody. Especially if you have kids. Don't negative speak. Especially you if you 
put your mask on first and your kids. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I hear my son say something sometimes and I'm just like, I'm just so happy that doesn't happen in our house. Cause when you mm-hmm. get here, we can communicate. And yeah, he, sometimes he comes there and he's sassy and I have to raise my voice or sometimes he's sassy and I have to put him in his room, but it's not just to yell. It's not just to put him in, in his room. Because and it doesn't matter what happens at mommy or daddy's house because we are here. Yeah. Here and in the moment. This, half is, the this shit is what I says, control. This, yeah. this, is what I, this is what I can't control. Half the stuff he says has to do with like ranch life. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so it's like, I really, I don't know the context of something that's been told at my ex's house. So if my son comes in and says, blah, 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 I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. And then later I might be like, what the hell? What? (laughs) So you shouldn't say anything right there. Bam. Yeah. You really. And again, kids, like when they come, you don't, you don't know the context. You don't know what was said before that. And I don't really care. So you really try, if, if nothing else, try to at least every other conversation, be kind. Yeah. Start. Use kindness. kindness. Pretend that person's a stranger and you don't know their life and you don't live in their shoes and all the other stuff and just choose kindness first. I mean, you know, I I always say plant seeds of kindness and watch love grow. Um, That's even though you're getting divorced, try to show as much compassion and empathy for the other person because it's going to affect all the people around. So, all right, Miss Rachel. And it's number 69. So get your oral. Conversation on. Yep. Because it's oral. Because oral. Hey, there's a book. It's called like Kama Sutra. You should look that one up. There's <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in there. Just, yeah. uh, that's so wrong. <laughs> hey. Karma Sutra it's at n- your local library. <laughs> Take David. He'll yes. help you buy pot I, I, in the bathroom. I, I, I know exactly where it is. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to episode 69. 69. We talked about oral communication (laughs) (laughs) we should have had kelly on this one too oh my gosh imagine the props gotta have kelly back (laughs) yeah i love our guests if anybody else wants to be a guest let us hit us us up i I mean i have somebody i know i'm bringing all the i think i should get paid more yeah oh shit oh yeah all right everybody have a good night good night